your business takes so much attention and commands so much of your mental capacity. And you and I know that you deserve every good thing that is going to come from your business. Preparation is key and lack of preparation can significantly diminish the value of your business or even derail the sale process completely. Selling your business is not just a financial transaction. It's emotional. If you are not emotionally prepared for the sale, I'm telling you folks, it will be shocking. Detaching yourself from the business, from the schedule, from the lifestyle, it can be really difficult. Welcome to Dear Rochester. Retire well. Dive in. Be curious. Become prosperous. David Pulsini, CFP, his team, and his guests will help you figure out your six points and give you the ultimate roadmap to financial freedom and what to do from there. Now, let's get started. Welcome back, folks. Dave Pulsini back again. And today, we're going to start a series on business succession, continuity, and the sale of your business. Here's the deal. If you're a business owner like I am, your attention span for this type of stuff is extremely limited. We are uh, very aware. We all know this. It's, it's incredibly important. But as a business owner, we want this information quickly. We want it correctly. And that's what I want to do today. Okay. So I wanted to start this series with the four common mistakes that we see when selling a business. I just saw something happen. It made me want to do this podcast and get information out there on, on mistakes to avoid. Okay. So we all know this guy selling a business is a significant milestone and it is often the culmination of years of hard work and i don't need to get into the feeling of starting running and eventually selling a business you you know this there are very few people that truly get it right it's consuming and uh sometimes we're envious of the folks who get to just go to work from 9 to 5 who get to shut it down until they go back the next day or they actually have a weekend, right? Your business takes so much attention and commands so much of your mental capacity. And we know that. You've heard for years from the people who do not understand, by the way, oh, it must be nice. Or you own the business, you can do whatever you want. Or my favorite might be, you are so lucky. And I could get into that all day, but you and I, know that you've put yourself in that place. You studied the game and you and I know that you deserve every good thing that is going to come from your business. And that is why I wanted to share these mistakes with you because we want to avoid the big mistake. All right. So let's get into it. Mistake number one, lack of preparation. If you are even considering selling your business, the first mistake I see is going into that sale unprepared. Preparation is key and lack of preparation can significantly diminish the value of your business or even derail the sale process completely. And what do I mean by preparation? Get your financials in order and cleaned up, okay? Ensure that the financial records, they need to be accurate. They need to be transparent and professionally prepared. The buyers are going to scrutinize every single thing you guys do and and all of the financial history, you guys know that. And any discrepancy is going to raise a red flag. Okay, so I want to two things about the financial records, and uh, I'll call it a pro tip. But first of all, pay someone to do this, someone who has experience in doing it, and someone who charges a premium. 
And yes, if you're going to spend money, spend it here. Pay the premium. When you are dealing with significant multiples in your business, overpay to have this cleaned up. Okay. Two, if there's time before your sale, get your personal stuff off the books. Okay. The cars, you, you guys know what I'm talking about. The trucks, the phones, clothes, gas, trips, whatever it is, get it off of the books ASAP. We know why it's run through the business, and I'm not saying it's not 100% for the right reason and it's truly a business expense, but what I am saying is this will make sense to get off of that business book and it will go back onto your bottom line and it will make your business more valuable. And we know what I'm talking about, right? (laughs) The next part of preparation for the sale is to get a foolproof business operations manual. So we know many of you have talked about this for years and we just have never done it. Uh, We just don't take the time to do it is to streamline the operations and document every single process you have. We all know that a business that runs smoothly without the owner in charge at the helm, whatever is more attractive to the buyers. Okay. Making yourself obsolete will make your business worth significantly more. Okay. Last on preparation, then we'll move on to mistake number two is Understanding your position in the market, okay? Be prepared when you're negotiating, and we're going to get into having a team later, but be prepared to, to articulate what your advantages are. What makes you different? What niche do you serve? Many of you, your business is a niche, so we don't even have to answer that. But if, if it's not, what niche do we serve? And in many cases, just having a niche with clean books and clean financials and an operations manu- manual will put you so far ahead of your competition. And uh, and trust me, guys, I know it can be hard to take the time out of the business to work on the business. But if you were going to spend some effort, spend it here and spend it getting prepared. Okay? We'll be back after this short message. Do you know how much money you need to retire with confidence? Do you know how long your money will last? Are you missing something? Retirement planning is like a puzzle, and we want to make sure that not only do we have all of the pieces, but that the pieces are in the right place. To find out where you stand, go to sixpointfp.com and take our How Much Do You Need to Retire? five-question quiz. We will email you a free video response to let you know what we think. Now, back to the show. All right, mistake number two, see this all the time, overvaluing the business. And before you laugh at me, hear me out. Everybody thinks their business is worth way more than it is. We know that. You have an emotional attachment and you've spent years of hard work on that business. And in many cases, because of that, it leads to truly an unrealistic expectation of the value of your business. So I would ask myself this, what are the industry standards right now? Okay. If you're serious about a sale, get a professional valuation to set a realistic price. Okay, sometimes it's a wake-up call, right? But how do you find someone to do that? You, you, Whatever, talk to peers, search the internet, ask me, I can put you in the right direction. But if you overvalue your business, it, it can and will, I've seen it before, it will scare off potential buyers or prolong the sales process. And I've seen it a number of times, guys. Sometimes someone is interested in a business, then the owner seems to pick a price out of nowhere and the buyer is immediately out and they're they're thinking there's no way I can work with this person. If that's what they're even thinking in their head, no chance I can work with them. 
Don't scare buyers away because of overvaluing your business um, on your own. Okay, so get, get help with that. Another another thing to point out here: Do not listen to other people in your industry or your friends about the value of your business. I have seen businesses in the same industry sell for two times multiples, and another business in the same industry sell for fifty times. That's real. What is the difference? It's I would ask what the what's the difference in those businesses. Typically, it's the size of the business and how prepared they are, which I mentioned in mistake number one. And if the business can prove that they have a way to seamlessly sell more or to get more prospects, that is really valuable, guys. And how do they show that? These businesses that sell for more, they have a marketing plan or a communication plan or a process for securing new business. And it's extremely valuable to a buyer. They know that new customers are going to come in. Okay. So the last part in overvaluing your business is uh, current market conditions, right? Understanding the current market conditions, interest rates, how do they affect your valuation? And we need to be flexible and realistic about the market's impact on your business's worth. Okay. Like I said, what are interest rates? Is your business something that buyers are currently looking for and in favor of? Or is your business currently maybe in a down cycle? Okay. If it's in a down cycle, do we have time to wait? Do we think it's going to become more valuable again? Okay. So we'll stop there with that. Third mistake is this is a big one is underestimating the emotional aspects of selling your business. Okay. Selling your business is not just a financial transaction, it's emotional. If you are not emotionally prepared for the sale, I'm telling you folks, it will be shocking. I have worked with people ready to sell their business. They're all in. I want out. And then they get an offer. And that paper is in front of them with a number on it. And the terms are on it. And then the reality sets in, right? Just think about that. So detaching yourself from the business, from the schedule, from the lifestyle, it can be really difficult. So you go from being the person the guy, you you are the guy, you are the girl, whatever, to being gone. And now on the other side, we all know that there are reasons you are selling and and full financial freedom and time freedom or what you're getting. But the trade-off is that in many cases, you aren't needed anymore. Okay. For some of you, that's beautiful. (laughs) For others, just start thinking about how that will feel and make whatever mental adjustments you need to make. They need it's necessary. I'm telling you guys, make that make those adjustments. So we also have to consider the emotional impact on your employees. Okay, and some unsolicited advice here again from experience: be overly transparent about the sale process. You don't need to share numbers, but sharing the timeline and introducing key people goes a long way with the buyer. And equally, or if not more importantly, your employees, you've known them for a long time. You want to take care of them. Keep them in the loop. Obviously, if it makes sense, Uh, there there are some firms or businesses that you just can't. And I understand that. But try to keep them in the loop as much as you can. And the last piece on this, the emotions of a sale is, is this. Your legacy and continuity depend on this. Think about the legacy that you want to leave. Many business owners care deeply about what happens to their business post-sale, okay? So, now, some don't, right? <laughs> they get a check and they're out, right? That's fine. Most do care. And I would say this, sell to the right person. 
the right company or the right PE firm, whoever is buying your business is your legacy. If you could get an extra $2 million, but you had to sell it to a shady entity, we'll call it, would you? Maybe the answer is yes, but that is something you need to weigh the pros and cons of, okay? We'll be back after this short message. Hi, this is Dave Polsini. Sometimes we are asked, what does six point mean? And I wanted to explain that right now. Six points are the six points of financial planning. We have investment planning, retirement income, risk management, tax planning, estate planning, and then custom goal planning. Those six points include over 120 things that we actually do for folks. So if you are not confident in your six points, reach out to us. Back to the show. Fourth and final mistake for today is attempting to sell the business without professional help. Folks, you need expert guidance, okay? Who should you have on your team? Or I should say, who do you need? A business broker, right? An accountant, an attorney, and on the personal and potentially the business side, a financial advisor, okay? These people will guide you. They will answer your questions. You're going to have a lot of them. Uh, We've dealt with business owners in the sale process. One, two, three in the morning, they're up thinking, oh, I didn't think of this. I didn't think of that. Who can I ask? You need somebody to ask these questions to, okay? These professionals will share their experiences and they can most likely save you a tremendous amount of stress and time. And on the financial side, they're going to save you, probably save you a huge amount of money in taxes and then get things lined up personally for you after the sale and a lot more, okay? They'll also be, help you, be able to help you get more out of the sale. Usually, these, these people will help you through that negotiation process. Okay, So I'll stop there, guys. Those are the four mistakes. The, the, the lack of prep, overvaluing your business, ignoring emotional aspects, be prepared, and then trying to do it alone. Okay, I hope this helps. Try to make it a quick one. Reach out with any questions. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We're going to continue this series on business sales and business ownership. And for now, make it a great day. Thank you for listening to the Dear Rochester Retire Well podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Six Point Financial Partners. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Content here is for illustrative and educational purposes only. It is not legal, tax or individualized financial advice, nor is it a recommendation to buy, sell or hold any specific security or engage in any specific trading strategy. Results will vary. Past performance is no indication of future results or success. Market conditions change continuously. This commentary reflects the personal opinions, viewpoints and analysis of six-point financial partners. It does not necessarily represent those of RFG Advisory, private client services, their clients or their employees. 
This commentary should not be regarded as a description of advisory services provided by Six Point Financial Partners or RFG Advisory or performance returns of any client. The views reflected in the commentary are subject to change at any time without notice. Securities offered by registered representatives of private client services, member FINRA, CPC. Advisory services offered by investment advisory representatives of RFG Advisory, a registered investment advisor. Private client services, six-point financial partners and RFG Advisory are unaffiliated entities. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where RFG Advisory and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advisory services may be rendered by RFG Advisory unless a client agreement is in place.